Welcome to Grab Life Big. Grab Life Big. The exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. Okay, go Bundes Brothers, it's time to grab life big. And put your money where your mouth is and get signed up for some bucket list adventures in 2017. Here's the BLR, Bucket List Rundown. Indeed, Mr. Smeed, the first thing we got going up is Snowwater, British Columbia, hella skiing. The guys that went last year said it was unfrickin' real. Unreal. March 15th to 20th, Snowwater, British Columbia. Then we got a champions only couples trip. If you are a champion, which by the way is 5 million net worth. Is it five? Yeah, I believe. 5 million net worth above. Napa Valley with your wife. Napa Valley wine tasting with your wife. April 20th, 23rd. Then what I got, uh, I also got another champion self reliance trip, which is. Uh, hiking the Appalachian Trail at the very last uh, five or six days of it, Mount Katahdin. That's in Bangor, Maine on June 7th through the 11th. Then we got August 17th to 22nd, we got a special fam abundance, Jackson Hole, Wyoming Solar Eclipse. Bring your kids and let them learn about the solar system, more specifically the solar eclipse that's going to take place and uh, they may never see it again you may never see it again in your lifetime solar eclipse is going to happen on jackson hole august 17th to 22nd then we have south africa baby yes south africa man that is bucket list item crazy you got like seven or six or seven bucket list items on there swimming with the sharks of course safari the volunteering in in cape town in the ghettos of cape town just incredible trip planned on that. Uh, September 24th through October 4th. And we're working on a, a the end part of that, adding a uh, couples. If you want to have your wife fly down or your girlfriend fly down for the end part of that and a little special thing on the end, we got that working too. And then, of course, we got the GoBundance Elite Couples Trip in Placencia, Belize. In uh, a really nice, uh, probably a key, right, uh, off of Belize, in Belize. An amazing couple's trip that I, I heard amazing things. A lot of people last year said it was the best trip they've ever been on. So that is uh, November 4th through 11th. Any of these you want to sign up for, you know, reach out to Melanie and just let Melanie know, you know, you're in and she'll collect your money or uh, shoot you in the right direction. So uh, thanks, guys, and uh, enjoy the show. Grab Life Big. Welcome to Grab Life Big, the podcast for GoBundance. Today I have a great guest. I have Mr. Marcelo Munez on the phone. And Marcelo is out of Downingtown, Pennsylvania, and is doing some incredible things. So I can't wait to get in deep with Marcelo here. So, Marcelo, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, Pat. Thank you. Well, uh, good morning. How are you? Good, buddy. So, hey, why don't you just tell the GoBundance brothers a little bit about you so they can get to know you better? Great. So, uh, I'm originally from Bolivia. I was born in La Paz. 
And I moved from uh, La Paz to Chile uh, when I finished high school. And I lived there for about three years. And then after that, I went to the university in Chile through a scholarship from, I'm sorry, through uh, a scholarship from Chile to Iowa, a small town in uh, Cedar Falls in the middle of nowhere in Iowa. And uh, I met my wife there in, uh, in Iowa, and then we moved to Nebraska, to Omaha. And I started working in, uh, at the bank at Wells Fargo there. And uh, rose through the ranks, ended up being a district manager, and that's how I ended up moving to uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And in the middle of that, I started doing my own business about six, seven years ago. And uh, about three years ago, I decided to go full-time at it. So I've been uh, full-time with my business and then doing some real estate uh, through some people at GoBandance as well for the last uh, two and a half years. Wow. Okay. So tell me about your business. What is it? So we export construction equipment. Uh, we source the equipment in the U.S., uh, you know, all type of equipment from uh, small backhoes to uh, dosers, excavators. And we resell that equipment in uh, Chile and Bolivia. Uh, so we have an office in Bolivia, in La Paz, and then we have an office in Chile as well. Uh, so we sell the equipment to construction companies, uh, you know, small municipalities, uh, subcontractors. And um, uh, it's a great business. I didn't know much about construction or uh, equipment before getting into this uh, into this business, but uh, you know, I've, I've learned to love it, and it's uh, I love it. It's a uh, it's a very exciting business. And th- this is big stuff, right? Like, uh, who makes this? Like Caterpillar? Oh yeah, yeah. So Cat, uh, Case, uh, John Deere, uh, Komatsu, uh, JCB. I mean, there are a ton of uh, manufacturers. And then you're the conduit for them buying it there. And how'd you go from banking uh, to mm-hmm. that? So my father has a construction business in Bolivia. They uh, actually a real estate development company in Bolivia. So he was involved with uh, construction and equipment. And about uh, six, seven years ago, in 2009, he asked me to buy some equipment for his company. Uh, so I helped him source the equipment. It was a couple of backhoes that he needed. And then, uh, you know, he talked to me a little bit about, you know, why don't we bring this uh for resale, just to try and see if it's uh, if it, if there is something there. So we tried, you know, a small container with some equipment in it. Uh, we sold it, and then we started getting more customers. So I hired someone to help us with sales, and then uh, slowly we started building a customer base. And then you know we started bringing, you know, some sort of equipment at a time. And then uh, after a couple of years, we had a pretty good you know, lineup of clients and, and good rotation and in inventory. Um, so it was with the help of my father at the beginning, and it was, you know, very, uh, a, a big learning curve at first because I didn't know anything about equipment. I uh, I would see one of those things. I couldn't even turn it on. I didn't know how it worked. But uh, it's, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a good good experience and, you know, learned a lot, and I love it. Yeah, well, that's great. And now you're in deep, huh? That's you just got back, right, from from Lopez uh, just a couple days ago, right? Yes, yeah. So I was there. We are actually building a new uh, office space, and uh, we'll be finishing up and moving in uh, in January next month. And, uh, you know, a lot more comfortable, uh, much nicer space for our clients also. And then uh, we have uh, some plans to do the same uh, in Chile and some other ideas for other markets in uh, in Latin America as well for the next couple of years. So they could come in almost like a car dealership, right? And like look at what one looks like and then buy one. 
Yes, yeah. So, you know, clients will come into our location. Uh, they look at the equipment that we have, see if we have uh, something that they need. Uh, besides that, we're also doing rentals. So if a client needs equipment for, you know, a month or two and uh, they either want to buy it later on or continue renting it, we are able to help them with that as well. And then we're also doing uh, this year, uh, you know, selling of uh, parts and uh, servicing of equipment as well. Wow. Yeah, good for you. That's a lot in three years. I mean, you're really blowing it up. So I can see why that's so exciting. So let, let's talk about some of your numbers. So you're you're getting into some horizontal deals. What is your what is your percentage? Like you know, in GoBundance, we talk about if your personal bills are paid by your horizontal <laughs> income, then that's a hundred percent. So where are you? So right now, about fifty five percent. Great. Of my income being offset by passive income. Okay. Uh, my goal is uh, probably this year, I would like to get a, a, another building for uh, horizontal income, and I should be at 100% with that. Just just uh, with um, one more building, huh? Yes, yeah. So my goal this year, as far as passive income, is I want to get a 25-unit building. Uh, that is That would be self-funded. You know, it would be just my own equity in it. You're going to pay uh, cash yeah. for it, you think? No, I mean, I'll, I'll probably finance it, but okay. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll put the equity for, for the 20 or 25% for, uh, for down payment. And then with that, I should be right at 100%. That's awesome. Yes, yeah. That's awesome. So what's your, what would you say your vertical income is from the company now? So as far as numbers, net numbers? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So we're grossing as a business, uh, the equipment business, right? Yes, yes. All right. So we're grossing about four million a year. Uh, this year we're gonna finish up right around four million, and um, my take home from that is about fifteen uh, percent. So that's about how much is that? That's that's six hundred grand. Yep. That's great. That's yeah, great yeah. and growing. You know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that's uh, you know lot of lots of plans for uh, for this year and and the next couple of years as well. And then what would you say your net worth is? Uh, we're at 2.5 right now. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yep. And and growing as well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> All right. Super. Well, thanks, uh, Marcella, for sharing some of that. Let's get into yeah. some of our deep go abundance questions here. You know, where do you want to be? Because you certainly have some awesome goals as far as uh, you know, opening in Chile and some of these other South American countries. What? Uh, where do you want to be in ten years? So, I have uh, three main goals in the, uh, for the next ten years. Uh, you know, I started doing real estate about two years ago. Uh, in big part, thanks to the guys from this group, I uh, was able to uh, work with uh, Gary and uh, Sean and a lot of the guys in the Philadelphia market. And I really found a love for real estate investing as well. Uh, I'm very interested in it. And in the next 10 years, I would like to grow that um, a lot more from just trying to get some units to get passive income to cover my regular income. So um, I, my goal as far as real estate in the U.S. is I would like to create and grow a real estate development company that does uh, investments, property management, construction, and brokerage. Uh, and that uh, I own, uh, you know, with my own equity, about 200 units in the next 10 years. I love that's it. As as, that's as far as uh, real estate. For the business in Bolivia, 
I see us expanding in about four markets. Uh, so we're in Bolivia and Chile, and we're looking at uh, Peru, Ecuador, and Colombia as uh, you know potential markets for us in the next 10 years. So that's one of our goals, being in those markets and then creating a um, dealership model that we can replicate in each of those markets. So we have that in La Paz. Uh, right now we're creating that and we're you know polishing what that looks like for us. Uh, so once we have that pretty well developed and polished, uh, you know, the, the goal is to just uh, open up as many as we can from it. Wow. The, the third goal is um, I love to travel and I love, I love to travel with family, with uh, my kids and wife. So I would like to create these two businesses in the U.S. and in Bolivia in such a way that I'm able to travel for six months to a year sometime in the next 10 years without having to be there to run them. Hmm. So uh, that's my So you want goal. to take a worldwide travel vacation with your family? Yes, I want to take them six months without having six to worry months. about... Yes, without having to be here or in Bolivia to run the business. That's great, man. And, and how old are your kids, Marcelo? Uh, nine, uh, six, and a newborn. I mean, I, I think that's a great goal because my kids are 22 and 21 and, uh, you know, we're getting ready to leave for Australia and New Zealand and that's a two week trip. And that's about as long as you can take a 21 and 22 year old because, you know, you want them to get on with their lives, you know, yeah. you know yeah. they got they got things they got to do. They should be doing wow. so. So I think it's a great goal that yours is in with the next 10 years while your kids are still young. I, I think sometimes we get caught up in the, oh, you know, they got school and they got this and the disruption of it. But looking back, yeah. you'll yeah. never regret it. So I think it's great that you're doing that while you still got them, even if you have to take them out of school, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, my wife uh, homeschools. She, she enjoys it and she loves it. So that gives us uh, the flexibility to be able to do it as well. That is really cool, really cool. Okay, so let's talk about some of the pillars now. We all like to brag about our pillars, and it's pretty evident, I think, you know, which pillar most of us are good at. Just by looking at us or by having a conversation with us, you can pretty much guess he's, you know, got the age-defying health thing down or, you know, he's got the horizontal income thing down or whatever. But we rarely talk about what our worst pillar is, what, where we're most poor, where, of all the pillars, what would you say you're the most poor in? You know, I think uh, contribution is one that I have a lot of work to do. Um, I think especially the last couple of years I've focused so much on uh, business and uh, just uh, family and, and trying to keep those two together that I've uh, forgotten a little bit about uh, contributing. Uh, so uh, that's definitely one that I, I feel is important, but uh, I feel that has taken a uh, backseat in my life the last couple of years. And um, so, yeah, that's I would say that's the one where I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. Well, how can I, as your GoBundance brother, help you elevate that pillar? Uh, I think maybe giving me some ideas because I think, uh, you know, I think life cycles change as well and priorities change over time. And what I find uh, challenging for me right now is uh, finding the time to focus on how do I contribute or how do I give back without having to put too much of, of my time into it. Um, or, or, you know, maybe you've had the same situation at some point where, you know, you, you were focused on, on your business a lot and, and 
we're trying to find a way to contribute as well. And if something has worked for you or anybody in the in the group, I'll be, I'll be very happy to hear it. Yeah, it's it's a great question because it's not an easy answer. I think at the end of the day, you know, when you're in a stage where you're in, where you're in a gr- a, a major growth stage, you have a family, right? So you you have young kids, uh-huh. so your time should be focused on your is going to be focused on a lot of your own family with little time left to focus on say someone else's family or mm. or other children. Now. You know, some of the things you could do, obviously, the easiest is just to write checks, you know, mm-hmm. donate, you know, say, say, OK, of the 600, I'm going to give, you know, 3%, which would be 18,000 a year, you know, mm-hmm. 1500 a month to mm-hmm. charities of your choice. Mm-hmm. The other thing you could do, that's the easiest. The other thing you could do is do things as a family. Like some of the things that I did uh, when my kids were little is we would volunteer, whether it be at a, you know, at a water stop for a running race that was raising money for charity or, okay. you know, um, visiting. Um, I took my kids when they were little to visit old folks homes and, and give out flowers to the to the old people just because they like seeing little kids, cute little kids, uh, handing them flowers. It brightens up their faces. Uh, yeah. Just little things like that where you can do things as a family for your family. And it gives your family fulfillment and it mm-hmm. gives you fulfillment and it gives somebody yeah. else fulfillment. I mean, uh-huh. you can't go wrong when you're when you're knocking all three of those out all at once, yeah. you know? Okay. And that that's the best bet. And I think you said like life cycles. Once you get older like me with now that my kids are in college, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm spending a lot more time for instance today I'm having lunch with this lunch buddy program with a with a local kid that uh, every Wednesday at at noon I just meet him for lunch and talk to him you know and eat lunch with him uh Uh at his middle school and he's kind of semi at risk kid and uh they just want him to have a a mentor so but i have time for that right and and so it's it's a struggle i think it's a life cycle thing i think once your kids get older it's easier to do things like that but when they're Mm -hmm. younger you can do things with them and in the meantime give another thing i did is um i signed up for a kiva account and okay. uh, I don't know. Do you know what Kiva is? No, I don't know. It's basically it's where you loan money to okay. impoverished people mm-hmm. because they don't have a structured banking system. So a guy in India mm-hmm. uh, wants to buy a cow mm-hmm. and sell the milk, but he doesn't have the seventy five dollars to buy the cow. So he okay. buys. So you loan him the seventy five bucks. He buys the cow and then he pays you back like 44 cents a week. And they have it all set up. All you got to do is set up, give the $75. But it really wasn't about me giving the money. Like I put a couple thousand dollars in there and then I put my daughter Kaylee in charge of mm-hmm. loaning out the money and paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. So that's become like her gig. You know what I mean? So she gets fulfillment yeah. out of that from helping these people. Well, that's something to look at. There's all kinds of little things you can do, but that's great. Great question, and I think we should continue to to talk about that as a group. Um, certainly, if anybody has comments on that or ideas, please post them on the uh, Facebook, the GoBundance Facebook page. Yeah, and I like the idea of uh, combining some, for example, volunteering at a water stop. I think that's a great way to uh, do two things at a time, You, you know, show your kids a little bit of the focus on health 
at the same time as helping your community in a way. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yep. Okay, so which pillar now would you say you're the best at? So um, I like I love business. I mean, I, it's one of my strengths, and I like uh, uh, just being involved in business and 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 things like that. Within that, uh, the last two years I started doing uh, real estate investing, yeah, you know, passive income investments, and I feel I've been fairly successful at that in terms of being able to quickly learn about it because uh, I had no experience on multifamilies or you know just re- real estate investing in general. So. I've been able to quickly uh, go from zero knowledge to uh, be able to, you know, invest in multiple properties and, and and quickly know, you know, what's a good buy or, you know, what type of investments I'm looking for. So I, I feel very confident about uh, my skills in terms of being able to look at passive income opportunities and um, make a decision on them. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so share us some best practices so that we can learn from you. Like what what do you do to make your decisions? How about that? So uh, my process at the beginning was, so I don't know anything about it yet. So I purchased a couple of books, read through them, and then I met with a couple of people that I knew were being successful at it. So I called up uh, Gary Jonas uh, and then uh, Sean Lowry, who's also in the in the market and uh, in the industry. You know, I've gone to lunch with them several times, picked their brains, told them a little bit about what I'm trying to do and, and you know, what type of help I can offer and what type of help I need. And they were very open at uh, sharing their ideas and, and thoughts. So learning from it, looking at a mentor or a model to follow or a benchmark to get to uh, was my next step. So I, I found Gary and I was able to find him as a, as a model or as a benchmark to get to. And then uh, take action. I mean, I, I, I think we all know when you're getting into something new, you're going to make mistakes. So I went into it knowing that I was going to make mistakes, that probably the first purchase is not going to be my best purchase, but uh, that it was the first step towards where I wanted to be at. So I think uh, for me personally was just knowing that I'm not going to get it right the first time. But over time, I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to be able to get a lot better deals and I'm going to really get to a point where I'm much more comfortable with it. Uh, And that, I think, helped me get the confidence to, you know, pull the trigger when the opportunities were coming and be able to uh, move forward with them. So that's that that was my process at the beginning. And, and, you know, it's helped me go from uh, from not having any any uh, multifamilies or passive income to being able to be at uh, 55% right now. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love what you said because, and I don't know if everyone read as deep as I did into it, but, but you know, what Marcelo is saying is, you know, he knew that he was most likely going to get his head kicked in on the first deal Mm-hmm. But he just did it anyways because he eats feedback for breakfast. I'm elaborating on this because he wanted to learn and he did it anyways. And I think that that's it's something that's been on my mind lately. It seems like there's a lot of people out there nowadays that want to do something like syndicate a $5 million apartment building Mm-hmm. but have never even bought a piece of real estate themselves. They just want to raise money and own 10% because they raised the money. And in reality, I don't think that that really is going to work. You have to be old-fashioned in a sense. You have to, you have to be willing to go in there, buy a, a $50,000 unit, 
lose money on it, get your head kicked in a little bit, learn, fix it, make it right, and then you know when the next one you buy, you're going to do it 10 times better. You know what I mean? You just have to get in there knowing you might lose or you probably will lose a little bit on this or make some mistakes on this. Is that kind of the lesson there? Yes, yes. And you know where I, I got that lesson from the equipment business. Uh, the first looking back at the last, you know, five years, three years where we started doing the, the business, uh, we get a lot much better deals now because we are so deep in the industry in terms of uh, knowing where to buy the equipment, how to move it faster and cheaper. Uh, than we were five years ago, uh, where we were paying more for logistics and transportation. We were paying more for the equipment because we didn't know much about the industry at that moment yet. So I think uh, I see it in the same way, uh, you know, on the apartment or real estate, where at the beginning you are still getting to know who, who the players are and what the best way to get the best deals are. Uh, and you're not necessarily going to get the best deal, you know, the best price or the best deals the first time. I think that comes over time as you get to be a player in the industry as well. Yeah. It's hard to manage people in a restaurant if you've never washed dishes yourself, you know, yes. and I, and I think that you're, you're saying, you know, you, you've been on the ground, you've been, you know, in the front lines and that's where you learn the most is on the front lines. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, okay, so what brings Marcelo Munez joy? Um, I love to travel, and I love to travel with uh, you know my kids and my wife. So uh, whenever we're out traveling, either you know on a road trip in the car or on a plane going to Bolivia or somewhere else, uh, I feel very happy just that we are together and we're you know having a, an adventure together. So that brings me a lot of joy, just uh, being uh, with uh, Charity and, and our three kids now and, um, you know, being on an adventure together somewhere. Yeah, adventure. Mm -hmm. Bucket list adventures. I love it. Well, I can't wait to hear about your um, six months. Man, I've, if, uh, if I had to do it again, and maybe I'll be able to do this with grandkids someday, but that would be an incredible opportunity uh that six month uh, gig so anyways okay so let's talk about backwards there when while we're on the subject of vacation what would you say the best vacation you've been on so far uh you know a couple of years ago i took uh we went with uh my wife and and two kids back then it was uh, only christopher and andrea we went to spain and italy and we were there for about a month overall wow a month uh, yeah, so it was. Uh, we had a great time. You know, I have some family in Barcelona, so we visited for about a week, and then we took it there from uh, from Barcelona to Rome, and then uh, to uh, Florence, uh, and it was a great time. Um, we had an apartment uh, by the Coliseum in Rome. It was about you know ten minutes from the Coliseum, and my wife teases me about this. It's like I had I used I was going running in the mornings by the Coliseum like at seven in the morning when oh, there, awesome. that that's, feels so great. <laughs> that's so cool. So that was that was uh, that was a, a great experience. And so, uh, what'd you do? Like Airbnb or, or like how'd you find an apartment? Yeah, yeah, it was Airbnb. It was a small street, you know, right about uh, ten minutes from the Coliseum. A two-bedroom with a small kitchen. It was just perfect. Uh, and, um, you know, it, it was. we had a great time. We had a blast. 
That's that's incredible. Now, did you do that in the summer or did you do that in a school year? Uh, it was July. No, it was uh, July or it was July, July okay. through August. So yeah, that made it yeah. easier. Yeah. So, yeah. what did that cost you? Probably about twelve thousand. Okay, that ain't bad for a month. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. I mean, you know, we spent one week of those with uh, my family in Barcelona, so we we spent at their house a little bit. That's that's five and days it, in Disney World, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's awesome. Okay, so what are the what what would you say the top five items on your bucket list are now? Like, if you have a hundred items, all these things, and you got to make five of these, you know, that are the utmost important five. What are they? So one of them is I, my parents have a great life story, so I would like to write a book about their life story. So uh, that's one on my on my list just to be to write one uh that can tell their story their personal story give us a little very, trailer to that what's uh what 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 is it about so no, it's a very it's a very uh inspirational you know my dad uh, didn't have uh he he was orphaned from very early on so he, he when he was five or six year old so he didn't really have any type of uh really uh, like his parents just dropped him off at the orphanage uh no so his mom f- passed away when he was six year old oh that's sad and his, his father uh you know wasn't one to take care much of his kids so he he moved to his uncle's house when he was nine so he grew up with his uncle okay but uh you know, through all those challenges, you know, I was able to rise up, uh, you know, met my wife. Uh, then uh, they started their own business right after getting married, mostly by necessity than, than you know, by by desire. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, from then on went to, uh, you know, be a multimillionaire in Bolivia, you know, in the most unlikely places uh, to, to, to make money and start from zero. Um, it's been a great mentor for me as well. I Both of them. That. I love my that. Mom. Yes, yeah. Okay, so, so that's one of them. What's the, what's the other four? So uh, the other one is I want to take my kids. Well, this is probably for this year. Uh, we're looking at doing a trip to uh, Paris uh, with uh, charity and the kids. So that that was on my list for the last uh, for five years or so. So we're finally going to get it done this year. Hmm. And then uh, the other one is, you know, I travel a lot and uh, – I want to learn more about it first, but I would like to either own a plane or lease a plane. Mm. So I call uh, David Osborne to see how that works or what's what's the what are the numbers behind having your own plane. And I, I come from a, you know my parents are they have their own business and they're in construction in Bolivia as well. So I would like to build a large apartment building in Bolivia. I, I feel like I've, that's one of the things that I, I wanna I wanna get done uh, in the next ten years or so. Uh, That'd I think be cool, and your dad could help manage it, you know? Yes, Give him yeah. something to stay active with in his old age. Yes, yeah, and he's, uh, you know, he's very active, and he likes business as well, so he's always involved and looking for new projects. So that's uh, that's on my list. And then I would say the last one is uh, just the six-month travel that we were talking about. That's uh, also top of my list for getting it done. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And you know the book thing? You, mm-hmm. you, you know how easy that is, right? Yes, yeah, it, I know. I mean, it's, it's like uh, emailing somebody and wiring $10,000 and saying, do this. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and just have them start calling uh, your dad and start recording. You know, you don't want any regrets on that. And it's a big deal for you, but it's really something you certainly probably don't want to be. You Maybe you do want to be involved, but you probably don't need to be involved. You could say, dad, hey, I'm going to, um, listen, I'm going to have this lady call you. 
mm-hmm. you know, get a local lady or whatever. And then you just have her start writing the book. I mean, that's how I wrote my book is somebody called me every Tuesday and Thursday for okay. like a year and just wrote the book for me. So yeah, yeah. A, that's really how it's done. So you could just, you can just make that happen with money. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a call on that so we can talk more about it. I got to find someone who will do that. You know, just, I, I don't know what you call it, but, uh, ghostwriter. Okay. A ghostwriter mm-hmm. that, um, I would, I would need a bilingual one. My dad speaks English, but I, I don't think his yeah. English would. Oh yeah. It'd be much easier for him to flow, you know, yes. and talk about his childhood. Yeah. That's no problem. Yeah. 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 We'll catch up on that. Yes, definitely. Okay, so what would you say the most brilliant day of your life was? So in terms of just happiness or... Um, uh, uh, yeah, hap- hap- I would say happiness, like brilliant. Yeah, I would, I would define that as just the happiest day of your life. Yeah. You know, a few years back, I, uh, we traveled with uh, my kids and family to La Paz. And we had a big uh, family reunion there. You know, my... Uh, all my uncles were there, my uh, cousins, my kids, my sister's uh, family was there, my grandparents, um, and we just had a great time. Uh, and uh, I think over time, I remember growing up with my with my cousins and family and uncles, but uh, over time, you know, I traveled, my cousins traveled, some of my uncles moved to a different different places. And we were always a very close family. So uh, getting together again and, uh, you know, then meeting my wife and kids and my family and just being all of us at home again, it was it was a very happy day. It was a great memories and just a great day overall. I love that picture. Well, you yeah, def- yeah. Definitely. Uh, sounds like you're going to be making more of those. So that that's awesome. Yeah, Let's let's go back a little bit to your investing. You said you were buying, and and you're learning. Uh, so what are you buying now? So I'm heavily focused on multifamilies and flips. So uh, last year I didn't know much about flips, so I wanted to get into it. So we did a couple of flips that were actually closing this week, and then I purchased a an office building close to where I live. And this year, 2017, my plans are uh, to reinvest a lot of the business profits into uh, real estate. You know, um, I would like to get a 25-unit building um, and then, you know, put some more money into flips as well. Uh, Probably do about four or six flips uh, next year in 2017. So that's uh, that's the goal. That's, That's great, man. That's great. So did you rent out the office building you bought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's rented out. Uh, so I'm I'm using some of the space, but you know, a big part of it is uh, it's rented out as well. Who'd you rent it to? There's a tourist office. Uh, you know, a small um, facial care office. Uh, masseuse, uh, accountant. Uh, what else? A pharmaceuticals uh, sales company. Wow. Uh, Psychiatrists. So pretty good mix. Yeah, you got like how many offices is it? So it's eight offices in total. I, seven of them are rented out and I use one of them. What, um, like when you bought it, were they already there or? So it was, it was mostly occupied. There was a, a big, there was a big tenant that left right before the owners put it up for sale, mm-hmm. uh, which actually was a good thing because it was under rented. So it wasn't, they weren't getting as much rent as they, they could have been getting it. Uh, so we filled that space. Uh, you know, that's where we have the pharmaceutical sales and the new uh, tenant is a uh, facial care tenant. And we're actually renting 
it was a one big space I divided it in two uh, so that's where the two ended up being there and it's um, probably about 25% higher in rent than it than it was with the previous tenant okay so how many how many square feet would you say the whole building is 4800 okay and uh, is it like couple of levels high or one level yeah, or? yeah it's a, it's a two floor two floors so, so it's yeah. like a stairwell in the middle and you can go left right that sort of thing yeah it has two entrances an, an east side and a west entrance hmm. uh, and the parking lot it's it's in the middle of the parking lot so the, there's parking on the front and on the back of the building that's nice and uh, yeah so there is uh, there are tenants on the first floor and on the second floor how, how much was it uh, Price-wise, five hundred. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and this is in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. It's a uh, Downingtown, yes. Downingtown. Sorry, I don't. Know. There, there is a Doylestown, right? There is. There is. Yeah. Okay. So Downingtown, Pennsylvania, five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are the rents that you get, uh, like gross rents? So we're doing about. Uh, hold on a minute. Let me do the numbers. Probably about six thousand a month. 6, 2, yeah. Sixty-two hundred a month for okay. rent. Okay, and is it like all inclusive leases, or do they do they they pay a cam? Yeah, no. common so area they, maintenance. They do pay for uh, common electric. Okay, uh, you know, there's for the for the common areas, and then um, the bigger units uh, they have their own electric, so they they pay their own electric bill. Mm-hmm. And you know we we pay water and sewer, and the common area cleaning. I like that. That's great. Yeah. You know what? That's 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 nice that you did that. That's um, that's a good one. You know, if everybody could do that, uh, I, I would look for one for five hundred thousand like that. I mean, it's uh, it's cool and it's nearby your house and and you can drive by it and you got a little space there so you can go if you want to get out of the house if the two month old is making too much noise and you can't focus, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so it's uh, yeah, it, I, I like the building. It's uh, it's a nice building. That's fun. That's yes. fun stuff. Okay, so what is Marcelo doing now to grab life big? Um, so three things. Um, one, one is I'm very uh, focused on self-development and finding ways to uh, improve my game in terms of um, my business game and also personal game. So whether that is uh, taking some real estate classes or courses you know around the philadelphia area or looking at some self-development classes or books uh, i've been spending a lot of time finding ways to to improve uh the other one is i'm i feel like i'm building my empire you know in terms of uh real estate in the u.s and the equipment business in latin america so uh, and I uh, that excites me and I feel very um, driven by by getting it to where I want it to be in the next ten years. And the last one is uh, creating experiences. You know, I'm, I'm trying to find ways to create lasting memories with my kids and wife. Um, taking trips either to Bolivia together and spending you know the time that we're there, finding ways to find new, new experiences in La Paz or in other places um, or traveling to, you know, uh, Spain or, or, or France and um, creating memories with them. Yeah. Yeah. I like to say creating memories or, or photographs suitable for framing. Yes. You yeah. Know, for, for exactly. suitable to, to hang up in your house. Like this is where we all went and this is our big family in Bolivia, or this is us 
at in in Rome, you know. Yes, yeah. You know, you know, rather than just selfies that you know get deleted. Yes, um, suitable exactly. for framing. That's a good one. Yes. All right. So, are you ready to spin the wheel on the GoBundance app? Yeah, let's do it. All right. <laughs> Marcelo Munez, who do you need to forgive today? Who do I need to forgive today? Huh. Okay, that's a good one. Hmm. You know, I would say probably myself. I, I, I hit myself on the head a lot with uh, how much I travel. And especially the last five years, I've been away a lot from home with uh, the business in Bolivia. And I feel like I've, uh, I haven't spent as much time during those years with uh, the kids as I would have liked to. So very often I feel bad about it and I try to compensate, you know, by, uh, by doing um, extra things, you know, like taking them here or there and stuff like that. Uh, but I probably need to just let it go and say, you know, that that was for a reason at a time and, and you know, let's uh, move forward from there. Yeah. You know, so, and, but also that guilt could serve you in that, um, you know, maybe motivate you to, to leverage more, to find somebody. Yes. Yeah. You know, find somebody that, that you could pay, especially as you start making more money. If that 600 yes, yeah. turns to 1.2, you uh-huh. could easily pay somebody 300,000 that could do your job, right? Like, yes. like nobody's yeah. business probably, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's true. That's true. So, uh, that, you know, that I feel a lot of guilt over time about, you know, just not spending as much time as I would like to with them. And, um, I, I gotta just find, like you said, find a way to uh, pay someone else to do that. Yeah. No. But and and I think it's great though that you recognize that, right? That, that, yeah. That yeah. You do need temporarily at least to forgive yourself for that because you don't have the leverage right now. So. Yeah. yeah. You know. And the other thing is, I guess you know, I, I like a lot of us. I guess I enjoy what I do. I love what I do. So so on the one hand, you know, when I when I'm heading to the airport and and getting on the plane, I I feel very excited about what I'm up to going to do. <laughs> So it's uh, it's uh, it's two sides pulling from me a lot of a lot of times, uh, you know that excitement of uh, building what I'm building and being involved in it, and also just uh, um, missing some of that time that I won't be able to be with the family during the time that I'm traveling. Yeah, if you had ten million dollars cash mm-hmm. in the bank or mm-hmm. in the company coffers in the company bank account, mm-hmm. what would you do? If I had 10 million cash, what would I do? Uh, a good portion of it, I would probably reinvest. Like, like with the company, what would you do? Like hiring leverage, leveraging that, you know what oh, I mean? So yeah. that you don't have sure, to. Sure. So if there was 10 million there and you could leverage it any way you wanted to, would you still go back and forth to La Paz? What would you do? So uh, I would probably hire someone that would travel for me uh, most of the year. Uh, I would definitely be still involved in traveling and you know being there you know uh, throughout the year but not as much as i am right now uh, so i would probably hire people to to do 80 percent of of what i'm doing right now so uh so i can focus on the 20 that are most relevant for 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 my goals um so that's a good one yes i would i would probably hire someone does anyone come to mind a couple of people yes yeah 
that uh, you know I haven't been actively looking for for that to do that. Uh, so so I know when 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 you put it top of mind and it's in front of you, you start coming up with names and you know the universe brings you names or, or people around it. So that's probably something that I gotta do a better job of put it top of mind for me, so I can uh, find the right person for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know you're a good dad, and uh, I know you're a good businessman, and it's uh, just the fact that you're thinking about both makes you excellent at at both. So, so I'm Thank sure you. you'll figure that out, and uh, it's all temporary. So this is good. Yeah. You know, this is uh, this has been. A great interview, Marcel. I appreciate you being as candid and as open. And I think that all the Brothers Ingo Bunnets are going to learn so much from what you had to say. All of Marcelo's information and what we talked about are going to be in the show notes on the website for this podcast. And of course, and you know, you can reach out to Marcelo there, or you can find him on Facebook on the uh, Facebook page of uh, GoBundance Elite. So thanks a lot, Marcel. I really appreciate you spending the time and uh, best of wishes to you and uh, hope to see you uh, shortly. Yeah, thank you, Paddy. It was uh, great talking to you and uh, grab life big.